Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Hormonal Mama podcast. As always, I'm your host, Kara Drescher. Today on the show, I am interviewing Carrie Tushoff, owner and founder of Hypno Baby's Childbirth Hypnosis. Now, Carrie herself is a hypnotherapist, but she specializes in helping women through childbirth. The great thing about Carrie and her Hypno Babies program is she doesn't just help with childbirth. She helps with fertility. She has self-hypnosis for fertility struggles, self-hypnosis for the postpartum period, self-hypnosis for childbirth, self-hypnosis for toddlers who are having trouble sleeping. It is an incredible program. She has incredible self-hypnosis recordings that you can purchase on her website. Now, you will want to hear her story why she chose to go this route with hypnotherapy and how she can help you get through your struggles too. It's an incredible story, an incredible journey, and I am so excited to have her on the show. So sit tight. You won't want to miss this one. Stay tuned and we'll be right back. Hi, Carrie. Welcome to the show. I'm psyched to have you here today. Thank you. I love coming on and talking about hypno babies anytime. I am excited to hear about, I'm excited to hear that, I should say. And I'm excited to hear about that because, man, hypnosis just in general is such a fascinating topic. But there's a lot that you do with hypnosis that I think is so um, unique and so not something you hear a lot about. And that makes it really exciting to me because your practice isn't just based on hypnosis. I mean, I have notes here because I want to talk a lot about being a hypno doula and hypno babies, which is, you know, something that, that we're going to talk about today. And I'm just excited because I think hypnosis is such a fascinating thing, like I said. Um, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about it because I'm really curious how you got into hypnosis. Tell me a little bit about that. What, what sort of sparked that interest? Where did it come from? Well, it came about from my own two births, which were quite a long time ago now, uh, 31 and 27 years respectively ago, but they were extremely painful. I mm. was a natural childbirth instructor at the time, and I thought I knew everything about giving birth, but both of my babies were turned around into what's called a posterior position. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, That means the back of their little heads were scraping down the nerves in my back all the way down and out. And the first one was 36 hours of screamingness. Oh my goodness. Because you can only go so far with the breathe and relax type of thing. There's nothing wrong with it, but it, it hurt like holy warts. So the second birth was, uh, only seven hours from start to finish, but it was, it was a screaming birth for sure. Yeah. And uh, during that birth, um, I tell people this because it's absolutely true <laughs> that I was uh, having a really horrendous contraction, which we call birthing waves in hypno babies. Mm-hmm. My husband was pressing on my back and my sister was holding my hands from the front. And when it was over and I was done screaming, I was exhausted and I looked up into her face and she was crying and she said, this should never have to be this hard. Mm. And it was like a light bulb went on over my head because I'd already been a Bradley natural childbirth instructor for 10 years. Oh, wow. I'd already had a baby in a lot of pain and I just was having another baby in a lot of pain. But I realized there had to be something. So anyway, after that birth, it took me a while but I saw a TV show about hypnosis for childbirth. And then I went to a normal, regular hypnobirthing program and took their instructor training and was just so excited. I was going to use this hypnosis uh, with my students and they were going to have so much more than the breathing and relaxing. And it did not work. Oh, no. So, I was a doula and I'd been a doula for about 10 years for my Bradley instructor, uh, Bradley students. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And so I was going to these births and they were, my students were not having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was not very much hypno in the birthing. Oh. So it motivated me to go and learn hypnosis and hypnotherapy. And then a bunch of hypnosis specialties, mm-hmm. one of which was a, it was called Gerald Kind's painless childbirth program. And it filled in most of the blanks because it was real hypnosis. It was somnambulistic hypnosis, which means your brainwaves slow down to a theta state and you get so deeply into hypnosis that you can create what's called hypnoanesthesia. And most people don't realize it, but if you are one of those rare people who have an allergy to a medical anesthesia, then you have to work with a hypnotherapist ahead of time and use hypnoanesthesia during your surgery, whether it's medical or dental surgery, so that you can have that surgery without, you know, screaming your head off. Yeah. So that was what I was looking for. That was what it contained. And basically the rest is history because I asked him if I could take those techniques and put them into a childbirth program which is super important. You can't get Mm -hmm. your hypnosis for birthing in one place and your childbirth education from another because the philosophies are very different. They're not bad. The other philosophies are not bad, but they don't work with hypnosis. Right, right, exactly. So um, he said yes, and he couldn't wait to see what I created and I created it and that was 21 years ago. And there have been a lot of changes in hypno babies because we listened we listened mm-hmm. to our moms who used it and told us what did and did not work and what they would like very much if we added and we listened to our instructors because i started teaching people who wanted to also teach hypno babies hypnobirthing techniques right and so we have a team of those instructors now and then um, you were asking or you were I think wondering about hypno doulas and what yes. we do is um, the regular traditionally trained hypno or doulas, and maybe they're trained by Kappa or Dona or, you know, any one of the wonderful uh, programs out there to do regular traditional doula-ing. Mm-hmm. Um, they come to us and we teach them a specialty course called the Hypno Babies Hypno Doula Training, and that helps them to regular or birth assist a a hypno babies or hypno birthing student much more successfully I should say or efficiently because they're learning a lot about hypnosis and why we do and say the things that we do because we have certain words that we use and the reason we do is because of the emotional association subconsciously with the words so there's a lot to know So we basically train them to birth assist our hypno students uh, a lot. That's really cool. Yeah. And, um, and it's, we have a big group of them as well. And gosh, you know, I mean, most people don't even realize that hypnosis isn't like what you see on stage where it's fun, Mm -hmm. but you know, the stage hypnotist has picked people who are either more suggestible or really want to play and have fun. Right. Therapeutic hypnosis is very, very different. Yeah. You relax your body and you relax your mind at the same time, letting down what we call the critical faculty, which is the bridge between the conscious and subconscious minds. Then the person hypnotherapists like to call them subjects or clients mm-hmm. right but I like to say the person who is okay. using hypnosis um, they accept these post hypnot or these suggestions their suggestions are hypnotic directives so it would be a phrase or a word or a message in a hypnosis script or a hypnosis track that is repeated over and over again and because we did cross that critical faculty bridge into the subconscious the subconscious mind is like a five-year-old and it says oh let's create a new philosophy or a new belief system about that particular thing 
So it could be we're eliminating a phobia. It could be we are releasing weight. It could be um, anything, stop smoking, whatever people come to us for. Mm-hmm. And in hypno babies, they are coming to us for these messages or hypnotic suggestions about having a better birthing. So we're literally training the inner mind to have a new belief system about the sensations that are going to happen during the upcoming birthing. Okay. So they're going to still be there pushing, pulling, baby movement, stretching, everything, all the normal sensations, but without as much discomfort associated with them as we have always heard, or even some of us experienced in the past. Yeah. um, Because the inner mind has now been basically retrained that it feels differently. That is so incredible. I mean, really, and and that's, that's why I said in the beginning how fascinating hypnosis is because like you said, yes, you see the, the fun hypnosis, like in a magic show type of thing. But when you, ah, I just, I get excited because when you break it down, what's really happening is so powerful because it's, ah, you said something, I wrote it down about the subconscious mind being like a five-year-old being like, okay, this is new. Let's, let's figure out something new. Like you don't have all these other, I'm going to use the word distractions. It's not quite what I mean. We don't have all these other things sort of telling you, this is how I should feel about this. And that's, that's really fascinating and really, really cool. And I'm really excited about it. And I particularly love, you know, I'm, I'm a big huge fan of doulas. I always have been. I didn't have one when I was pregnant just for circumstances. I couldn't, but my sister gifted me a postpartum doula, which was pretty incredible. Um, and I just have always felt like what an amazing, um, gift to be a doula, not just an amazing gift from my sister, because it was, but she had a doula when she was pregnant with her youngest. I worked with doulas in the past, just professionally. And I've just always been fascinated with that line of work. And when you have this opportunity to train them to be a hypno doula, and it's this completely, it's like opening up a new door to something and giving this completely different experience. And like you said, you had two very, very difficult births. And to be able to create something so amazing from that is just so powerful. It's just so powerful. But it brings me to another question I had for you about hypnosis. And it's really something we talked about before we started uh, recording, something very close to my heart. And that is infertility, fertility, essentially. Um, And I know that this is something that you work with. So tell me a little bit, how, how can hypnosis be used for fertility? That's, that's really the big question there. I would love to know how that can work. Well, we never use the word infertility at hypnobabies. We always use the word fertility. I like that. Words are very, very powerful. Yes. Um, The word infertility conjures up a lot of things for a lot of people Mm -hmm. Um, I'm one of them (laughs) and that's just on a conscious level but on a subconscious level it's even more powerful so um, so basically we're going to use the positive phraseology of fertility Mm -hmm. and the way that uh, people can use it is a lot of people will say, well, just relax and you'll get pregnant. You know, um, she adopted a child and then got pregnant because she was just relaxed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a whole lot more than that. Yes. Thank you uh, for saying that. <laughs> the, um, the subconscious mind has a lot of files and folders in it that are belief systems and actually experiences of everything you've ever heard, seen, done, experienced. Um, viewed on television, wherever, whatever. And those create your belief system, your more than your belief systems, but your, your philosophy of life and what is possible and what is not possible. 
So if you use hypnosis to basically retrain your subconscious mind that this is a possibility for you mm-hmm. to be fertile, to go through uh, these different cycles. When I say cycles, let me just start a little bit behind that and say that there are some other wonderful programs because we have a fertility program at Hypno Babies. But there are some other programs that are hypnosis based and they are one or two tracks and basically kind of putting everything together about fertility, about relaxing your body, relaxing your mind, relaxing your expectations, maybe. But what's super, super important to do and what we have done at Hypno Babies is taken the menstrual cycle, the fertility cycle and broken it down into four weeks, which it is, and put a hypnosis track into the program with its accompanying affirmations track for each week of the cycle. So you are more comfortable and more relaxed and and it is specific to that period of time, that week, right after you get your period. Mm -hmm. And then the following week where you're leading up to releasing eggs and being, you know, fertile and imagining because the imagination is that five-year-old child that doesn't know the difference. It thinks everything that you put into the subconscious is real. Mm. So as you are hearing these post-hypnotic suggestions, because they are played out later, it's retraining your subconscious mind that these things are normal for you. Right. The person trying to get pregnant, that you are able to release eggs, that they are able to be fertilized, that you have the right kind of mucus, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, and then the following week, and then the following week, each one is different. And what's really cool is that not only is there a hypnosis track for each of those weeks, but as I said, there is an accompanying affirmations track, which you listen to not in a state of hypnosis. So what we're doing is we're working from the inside out with the hypnosis and from the outside in with the affirmations, which are telling you from the outside in, keeping you in a positive perspective, positive, positive, we're going to get pregnant. It's going to, you know, we're going to be relaxed. We're going to be comfortable with ourselves. We're going to be okay with what happens. So then the stress goes down, down and down and down from the inside out and from the outside in. And it is amazing. And it's gotten a lot of people pregnant. So that's that's how you can use hypnosis for fertility. I mean, that's, that to me is just so incredible. You know, I'm, I'm, I always hear things like this and I'm like, where were you when I was struggling? I wish I knew because there's such a, oh, I can't think of a good word. Oh, I hate when I can't think of the right word that I'm trying to say. There's something so incredible about being able to reach yourself on a deeper level. You know, like you said before we were, you know, a, a minute ago, when everyone talks about just relax, you know, we, anyone who's ever gone through five seconds of infertility knows you tell someone to just relax, you are looking for a fight. <laughs> it's just, yes. it's just what it is. Yes. But when you have this opportunity, you know, it's really cool to me the way that you use the hypnosis and the affirmations, you know, like you said, from the, um, the inside out and then from the outside in, and that's incredible. I mean, what, what, how, uh, don't mind, don't mind me. I, I can't think of a, a, the right word. Cause I think I'm just so mind blown by that in such a great way, because it's just like, I mean, I'm speechless. Don't mind me. I'm, I'm rarely speechless, but when there's something that, that is that powerful, and I think that this is just that powerful, there aren't really the right words to describe it. Well, I think that's true, but uh, probably this is, you're, you're so passionate, but I'm, I'm equally passionate Mm -hmm. about getting people pregnant because there is something so, so in us. Mm-hmm. most of us, and there's nothing wrong. Like, you know, somebody very, very close to me does not want to have children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, but, 
but for most of us, there, the the process of becoming a parent, a mother, it is so huge, mm-hmm. and anything that anybody can do to help that process is, you know, big in my world. So this works with whatever medical treatments they're doing, IVF and egg retrieval or whatever is happening, it really helps the person who is trying to become uh, pregnant to accept all of that, whatever the process is. And on top of that, we have two tracks for the birth partner or the the father-to-be who will eventually be a birth partner if, um, well, when the baby is born or babies yeah, um, in, <laughs> in your case um so so the birth the father to be has his own hypnosis track to relax into the situation and an affirmations track as well to help him listen to positive messages that you know really help keep him in that frame of mind from the inside out and the outside in so it is a well-rounded program and i am just all for anything that helps people get pregnant if they want to be pregnant. Yes. I mean, everything you're saying is so incredible. And I love what you just said about having the, you know, a a similar but different track for the partner, because I think that's just as important. And I think that that's a a part that is often overlooked, you know, is that the the partner is without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, I think about it frequently because, you know, my husband is the most incredible person ever. And when we were going through infertility, you know, he really focused his energy on how can I support you, honey? What can I do for you? And I would, I was, I mean, I was a mess. I was crying every single day. I felt like my life was over and I would ask him, are you okay? How are you doing? And he kept deflecting and saying things like, I'm fine. This is about you you know, I, I don't handle things the way that you do. And I was like, I get that. I understand that pregnancy is something that's going to happen to my body, but we are trying to have children. And I don't think that he actually didn't feel things. I think that he was just so focused on me and helping me get through it. I just love that you have this support for the partner who is struggling really just as much, maybe in a different way, but that's just really special to me. So I I think that's pretty incredible, pretty incredible. Um, Um, You know, I just wanted to say really quick that we did the same thing in Hypno Babies because we have a lot of different tracks and scripts and information and tools, hypno tools and all kinds of birthing tools and positions and everything that we teach the pregnant person but we also have a hypnosis track just for the birth partner to feel much more calm and relaxed during pregnancy about the pregnancy and about the upcoming birthing so they can stay really calm and relaxed and help the birthing mother that is amazing amazing because like I said I mean, it's just so incredible. And my face hurts from smiling, but it's true because there's just so much attention not, not given to the partner that, that really needs to be. Yes. I mean, like I said, is pregnancy happening to me? Yeah. But it's happening to you too. Might not be happening to you physically, but like, I, I, it's just funny. I just finished recording a masterclass on relationships and well, three masterclasses. One was about infertility. One was about pregnancy. One was about po- the postpartum period. And I spoke a lot about how you really need to understand that you're both going through this, you know, like what, if it's a relationship type of situation, um, because like, we'll talk about in a minute, not everybody's in a relationship when they're going through infertility or pregnancy or postpartum period. Um, but again, in these masterclasses, I'm focusing on relationships. And I talk so much about it isn't just happening to you. It's mm-hmm. happening to your partner too. And it's, yeah. it's equally important for them to be taken care of and their mental and physical health to be taken care of. So that just really touches me very deeply that you, you know, took that extra step to make sure 
to more than include the partner because it's essential. It's so important. It came from a, a student in my class who well, the mother was having her fourth baby and she was calm as a cucumber. This was a long time ago. <laughs> came to my hypno babies class and the guy was just a basket case looking forward to this birthing, which he said the last three were awful. They treated his wife so badly. He didn't have any tools to help her. So I went out and wrote and recorded a hypnosis script just for him. And it became our birth partners track. I am going to write that down, birth partners. I think that's incredible. I really, really do. And uh, I'm so excited. And then it helped him to enjoy the rest of the pregnancy, look forward to the birthing and be calm during the birth. Which, and she, she had a breech baby too in the hospital. And so there was even more for him to be nervous about, but he did really great. That's awesome. See, how incredible is it to hear such a positive story? You know, I mean, that's got to make you feel so good. I mean, I love it. <laughs> I mean, you do. And, and that's I just do. magical. Pardon the cheesy wording, but it is. It's magical when you can help someone get through something. Well, that essentially can be very traumatic. Yeah. And, and having that support helps them both get through it. Yeah. Now, exactly. I, I do want to kind of ask the flip side of this because we talked about this before. Not every pregnant person is going to have a partner with them. So let's talk about how people can use hypnosis if they're single. How can they use it by themselves in this type of situation? Well, that is a really great question. And in Hypno Babies, just to start out, I will tell you that we have a lot of things that the birth partner can do to learn and help this the pregnant people um, to have a better pregnancy, to practice, all that kind of stuff. And of course, during the birthing itself, they have a lot of cues and techniques that they have practiced with their pregnant partner, and they can help them. However, Hypno Babies was designed so that single moms or, or people who don't have a partner who really want to participate in the Hypno Babies learning, practicing, and using mm-hmm. of the program. If they don't want to, then, then the pregnant people can do it all by themselves. They just have to listen to the tracks and read the materials and practice the hypnosis. And then when they get into what we call their birthing time, everybody else calls it labor, mm-hmm. um, then they, they're able to either A, listen to the birthing tracks that we provide them with, mm-hmm. And stay in hypnosis. And, you know, it's basically uh, activation of all the techniques that they've been practicing in their subconscious. Or they can use post-hypnotic cues. So these are word cues or touch cues that the second that they say them or even think them, Mm -hmm. they're activated in their birthing. And so they're able to do it completely on their own. They do not need a partner or a hypno doula to help them. That makes me so happy. It does, because I think that's so important to be able to do that for yourself, you know, for whatever reason, whether you don't have a partner or you do have a partner, but for whatever reason, your partner can't be there or doesn't want to be there. I mean, I've known plenty of people where their husband, wife, spouse, partner, whatever just couldn't handle being in the delivery room. They just couldn't do it. And to be able to have the tools, the power really to get through that yourself, that's pretty incredible. So I'm really excited that you designed it that way. Yeah. And I mean, we do have um, quite a few students who their birth partner is at the birthing, Mm -hmm. but they haven't participated in anything that has anything to do with hypno babies. And they're quite amazed at how their pregnant and then birthing partner is doing with this hypnosis because they don't know very much about it. They want to be there for the baby's birth, but they don't, you know, they didn't learn how to help. And that's fine too, because that mom can do it on her own. Yeah, exactly. 
That's so awesome. Okay, now another question that sort of builds on all of this. You know, we've talked about fertility and pregnancy. Let's talk about after you give birth. You know, the postpartum period. I mean, I have no words for that because that can be insane. And that's putting it mildly, you know, that that's, that's a, a trip by itself. How, you know, I guess, tell me how they can have an easier or maybe less stressful postpartum experience with hypnosis. Well, if they are hypno babies students and they have gone through their birthing time and used all these techniques, they can still use them. Mm-hmm. They can use them for, um, any postpartum pain because they've still got their hypnoanesthesia on board, those cues still work. And so they can use them for any postpartum pain that they have, whether it's um, cesarean pain or, you know, down there mm-hmm. um, in the perineum area, they can use them for breastfeeding. Uh, sometimes the nipples get sore and we have a wonderful track that's all about breastfeeding success and making enough milk and being calm so that you'll have the right kind of letdown mm-hmm. that you need because sometimes stress can make us just tense up and um, they can use uh, they can even use their hypnosis to help get the placenta out right at birth Amazing. and you know have less bleeding Uh, The inner mind is really quite an amazing thing. And once activated, it it will do what we tell it to do. Yes. (laughs) Which is why first responders can tell people um, who are having bleeding issues to stop bleeding. They can Mm -hmm. shout right in their faces because those people are in a state of hypnosis. Mm -hmm. They don't, most people don't realize it, but it's a focused concentration. It's an altered state. So anyone who's just had an accident or something traumatic having happened to them, uh, we can talk to their subconscious much more easily. That's incredible. Yeah. And I love that you just gave that example with first responder. And, you know, I, I, that's just something I didn't know. And magic. I hate using <laughs> that word. And I don't mean it in the, the traditional sense. The word magic to me isn't you know like a magician you know it's it's just but it is it's a magical part of being human and of of, 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 too many words in my head at once it's a magical part of our brains and the way that our bodies work I just think that's incredible well I if people only knew what their subconscious mind could do for them yeah they would be using it all the time for a bunch of different things Um, We use it for people of all kinds to help them with nausea because it can eliminate nausea with a certain post-hypnotic cue. People who have a fear of needles, Mm -hmm. whether they're pregnant or not, even little kids can use that track. Um, We have sleeping tracks so that anybody can fall asleep much more easily. One is just for pregnant people. Mm-hmm. So we use the movement of the baby and the weight of the baby to as, as a cue to go deeper, relaxed. Anytime the baby moves and you know they move all the time. Don't they? Um, <laughs> and a regular uh, uh, sleep track as well. We have some for weight loss and stopping smoking and stress and anxiety and focus and concentration for people who have way too much going on in their lives, confidence, things like that. If people knew that they could use it for all those things, they would be using them, using hypnosis all the time. Right. To help them. I mean, you're so right. And I am not a hypnotherapist. This is so not my area of expertise, but even just hearing you say that my brain's like, yes, yes. Why aren't more people learning about hypnosis to learn how to basically make their lives better, essentially? Well, easier. Here's, here's a why. (laughs) And bless their hearts. I have a lot of hypnotherapist friends and quite a few of them are stage hypnotists. Mm-hmm. but sadly, as much fun as stage hypnotism is, and those shows are a lot of fun. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they have done therapeutic hypno hypnosis and hypnotherapy and clinical hypnosis, a lot of damage. Yeah. Because people think that that's what it is. 
and it's not like that at all right they see it as more silly and lighthearted. yeah and it's it it doesn't take a lot to go into a state of hypnosis but you do have to be fear free yeah (laughs) you do have to know that you are completely in control at all times that there's really never ever even on stage going to be a time when somebody is in control of you and as soon as you know that you are able to use hypnosis for yourself much, much more easily and powerfully. That is so awesome. I'm just so excited because, well, I've said it like 8,000 times. It's just incredible. What I I feel strongly that we are, our brains, our bodies, our minds are so capable of so much more than we give ourselves credit for. And I feel like hypnosis is one of those things that just proves that point you're you're you are capable of so much more when you can let your subconscious mind pay attention and really focus on it i mean i know that's you know not probably not quite the way that i wanted to word that i mean i know it's that's not okay. but that's the point and i think that's pretty awesome so i'm so excited about this okay so now that I'm hitting things and making noise, let's switch gears. Let's talk some fun questions, some, some silly stuff here um, that I know I sent you these questions. So I'm really excited to hear your answers here. I've got two questions for you. And I always give people the questions at the same time because they're similar, but very different at the same time. You can answer in any order that you want and you can have any answers that you want. And I'll explain what I mean by that in a second. The first question, or second, depending on how you choose to answer, is who are the three most inspirational or influential people or who have been in your life? Um, And then the second one, which is really fun, is if you could have a gathering, I usually say dinner party, but not everybody likes dinner parties, whatever type of gathering you like with three people, people in quotes, dead or alive, fictional or real, you can know them or you don't have to know them. They can be people, but they don't have to be people. They can be, I always say they can be animated characters or cartoons or Muppets or characters in a book. They can be ghosts or spirits or ideas. They don't have, this is a very broad question. And I I word it that way because I think it really allows you to be creative and, and think what would a gathering look like if I could invite three beings, if you will? So <laughs> the floor is yours. Take your time. I love these questions. I sometimes feel like I'm torturing people by asking, but at the same time, people do seem to like it. So we'll see. <laughs> um, well, the three most influential people in my life have been my son, my daughter, and my mother, Uh um, because I knew from the age of 11 that I wanted to be a mother sometime, and I had never, I had never, I had only had sisters, never been around boys, so I knew I was just going to have, I was going to have a girl first, and I did, (laughs) and she taught me a lot about patience, because she came out just mad at the world, (laughs) like mad. She was this big personality and a tiny little body and she did not want to be there. And then four years later, I gave birth in a big tub of water to my son. And I could not believe that a boy had come out of me, but he was gentle and sweet and loving and taught me just so so much about boys about men and my mother who's always been the mother like (laughs) everybody's baby is her baby everybody's puppy is her puppy Mm -hmm. everyone who comes in her house is her child right she will treat you that way so she taught me how to be what is the most important thing to me in my life which is a a mother So those are the three people. And then three people that I would want to maybe have a dinner party with would be 
my dad who passed away about nine years ago and I would love to know how he's doing and what it's like where he is um Barack Obama for obvious reasons love that answer um and then my dog Josie Lou also known as Lulu Lulu or Miss Lovey and she passed away quite a while ago but she was my soulmate and I had no idea that you could have that kind of relationship with a dog an animal of any I kind. knew I knew I can relate to that so if I could gather them all and just love them up and have them share their selves with me that would be the ultimate dinner but I did want to share one more thing with you that I think is super important and this is for parents <clears throat> you asked me before this about our toddler sleepy time oh I forgot to ask you that um track this is a track for babies slash toddlers so it would be really great if every day from the time the baby was born it got to listen to this track and that was its cue to go to sleep Mm -hmm. Um, but even older children like two three four and five can listen to this track and um it's a little fairy story, a story about a fairy, and it, and it just keeps repeating over and over again in a very, very quiet, gentle voice um, that it, you know, they're going to love that feeling of falling asleep, that they're going to sleep all night long in their own bed, wherever that is, whether it's with the parents or in their own room or next to them on a cot, wherever and whatever, and it's very gentle. But the reason that I mentioned this was because, first of all, you asked about it. But second of all, I would like to just tell the parents out there that if you start right from the beginning with telling your children what you want them to do instead of what you don't want them to do, Mm. they will respond better. And that is because they are in a state of hypnosis all the way up to about this age of six or seven all the time. So there's no bridge blocking the conscious and the subconscious minds. And you can say to them, like, if you want them to do something, it's much easier to get their subconscious minds, which are right at the forefront, to hear, understand, and respond if you tell them what you want them to do. So if a child is on the sidewalk and it takes a step or two towards the road, instead of screaming, no, don't go in the road Mm -hmm. just grab their arm and say it's safer on the sidewalk this is where I want you to stay on the sidewalk safe with me and that's the message they will hear because our subconscious mind does not like the word no or Mm -hmm. don't it jumps right over it and then the message becomes blah 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 whatever comes after don't so for instance if I was to say to a normal person anyone don't forget your keys Mm. it would jump right over don't and their subconscious mind would hear forget your keys forget your keys forget your keys and they would probably forget their keys more often because you said don't forget your keys wow instead you could say remember your keys they're on the hook remember your keys they're in the bowl and it becomes a waking suggestion So kids are just like that. If if you want them to do something, you have to say, we're going to pick up our toys and we're going to go to the park after we pick our toys up. Then they can't say, well, I want to go to the park now. Mm. (laughs) You can say, don't say yes, don't say no. Say, we're going to go to the park after we pick the toys up. Which toys would you like to pick up first? These toys or those ones? And you can give them a choice which they love. Yes. Now they now they have some power. But you've told them exactly what you want them to do instead of the word no. So wow. that's my gift to parents. That, that's a gift to me. Thank you. <laughs> that I mean and and just as a parent of two toddlers, that sentence sentence conversation just now was so eye-opening it never occurred to me 
because I say don't all the time. And I'm always like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Stop doing that. Okay, give me an example of something you would tell them not to do. Oh, gosh. I mean, what isn't an example with these two? Uh, don't, I have to really think about this because now I'm on the spot and my brain's like, oh, it's okay. Every moment uh, of the day, Kara. An example <laughs> example would be if, if a mother says, um, don't take your food and throw it on the floor. Mm. Yeah. Instead, okay. That's a prime example. Cause my daughter does that all the time. Keep let you would say, keep your food on the table. And then if you, you know, if you have your food on the table, you can eat it much better and it won't make a mess on the floor. So you have to put into that what it is that is the benefit of that. And you could even say, if the two of you keep your food on the table, there will be a cookie in your future. I love it. I love it. Now, some people don't agree with that. They don't agree with bribing a child to do the right thing for a cookie. I believe in it. Okay. I agree with it. <laughs> You're saying. a mom. But instead of saying, don't throw your food on the floor, keep your food on the table, keep your food on the tray, whatever it is the food is on, because then it will be right there for you when you want it and mm-hmm. won't make a mess on the floor. And cookie. I love it. I'm all about bribing them with cookies. That works. That works for us. So that is a huge, huge tip and I'm going to use it. I wrote down a whole bunch of notes. I mean, I've written down a ton of notes as it is, but that's really, that's just, you know, the, the thing that's kind of like boggling my mind is when you said that they're, they're in a, what did you say? A state of hypnosis? They're in a state of hypnosis until about the age of six or seven all yes. the time. So what you say is going right in. That's why, that's why they can't differentiate at a very young age what's not under the bed or in the closet. They to them, their subconscious mind is constantly giving them things to fear that it doesn't know that those things don't exist yet. Right. Someday it will. Right. So giving it the messages of exactly what you want them to do. Yes. Bribe or no bribe is much more effective than saying the words don't or no. I can't wait to start trying this because I am so tired of saying the word no and don't because I say it all day long and it stresses me out. And I'm sure they now that now that I'm hearing you say that it makes so much sense that they're just like. And you know what? I mean, here's I'm sorry. This is a passion for me. So <laughs> I love it. If, if say there's going to be a progression of things that need to happen Mm -hmm. then talk to them from the time they get up say okay we're gonna go we're gonna get dressed now and then after we get dressed we're going to do the blah 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 fill in the blank after we do the blah 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 we're gonna do this and just keep showing them what the path is just keep talking to them about what you want them to do never saying the word no or don't or we're not going to right like if they wanted to go to the park today you don't say we're not going to go to the park today you just tell them what we're going to do we have something very important to do at the store Mm -hmm. so we're going to go to the store and then we're going to go to grandma's whatever it is just keep setting them up for the understanding of what's coming next and give them choices Yes. You want to do this first or this? And they're like, oh my gosh, mom is giving me choices. <laughs> I get I get a chance to make a decision? That's a big deal. I understand why it is. Even the choice between two different cookies. Right. Do you want this cookie or do you want this one? You know, I mean, it it gives them so much power. And it's one of the reasons why they say no mm-hmm. or not or <laughs> mine. They want right. the power. So you need to give them some choices. I love it. Oh my gosh. I feel like, I don't know how to word it. I feel like a weight's lifted off my shoulders because now I have like some tools that I didn't have before. And that's exciting. It makes me feel like, yes, we're going to have a great day tomorrow. I'm really excited. So thank you. Thank you for talking. And thank you for reminding me because I don't know how I skipped over that. That's okay. I know it was something that you had wanted to know about. Yes. 
and also the stuff about parenting. It's just really important, the words we use. Definitely. And that, I'm glad you just said that. I'm glad you said it the way you just said it, because the words we use are incredibly important for so many reasons. And that's just awesome. All right. Last question here. Simple one. Where or how can our listeners connect with you? Where can they find you? Okay, well, we have a website. It's hypnobabies.com, and that's H-Y-P-N-O-B-A-B-I-E-S.com. We also are on Facebook at Hypnobabies Official. We are on Instagram at Hypnobabies Official, on Twitter, Hypnobabies. And, uh, you know, we have a store, which is hypnobabies-store.com where all our products are. And uh, we have a lot of things on there. Uh, we have a lot of tracks for different things. We're constantly putting up new tracks for new families, for pregnancy, for birthing. And if you want to know more about it, jump on Facebook and ask us questions. Jump on Instagram and ask us questions or email me at director at hypnobabies.com. Awesome. Awesome. Carrie, thank you so incredibly much for being with me today and really educating me on the incredible world of hypnosis, but particularly where you shine with fertility, pregnancy, postpartum, toddlers, children, everything. This is all so incredible to me and I'm just, I'm so excited that we had the opportunity to talk and I had the chance to learn more about you and Hypno Babies because what you do is incredible and, and really, in my opinion, and I'm guessing yours too, life-changing for so many people. Oh, we have thousands and thousands and thousands of birth stories of people for whom this has made a huge difference and it is a gift they are giving themselves. And there's not much that's better than that. So that's awesome. Well, thank you again, Carrie. This was just such a fantastic interview. Thanks for having me.